Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Another installment. Installment. An installment, if you will. And uh, we are all four in the studio here now. I'm Doug. We got Jim. You got Arona, previously of Arizona. And Mateo up in this bitch. We got a foursome. A foursome. We would like to play through. We'll try not to cross streams. Never cross the streams. No, no. I really hope Michael Jordan doesn't come to this course because we're going to hold him up and he's going to get mad. <laughs> Try to put a cigar out on us and shit. <laughs> well, he is usually a little bitch about something, so. Did you just recently watch The Last Dance, Matt? Oh, yeah. It's classic. Oh, yeah. I was I watched it whenever they uh, were releasing it Reminded live. I me think of it was the back... greatest basketball player to ever play the game, I think hands it was, down. I think it was back in May when it was actually premiering. The What was it, a 10-part series? Yeah, it was 10. Jesus. Yeah. Overkill. Mm-hmm. But it was awesome. I watched every single one. I think it was... The only thing I didn't really like about seven. it... Now that I'm thinking about it. I didn't watch I the whole thing. it was thing. seven. Either way, it was a multi-part series. It was good. And it jumped all over the place. It did. Which... But it, but it told a story. Yeah. Maybe you should watch it all. Oh, I watched it all. You did. All right. <laughs> I, done, I done did seen it. I seen it. But the problem was, if if you if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about... ESPN Films, the same people that do 30 for 30s and all this other stuff, put out a multi-part series on the 90s Bulls, and it was called The Last Dance. It was all about the 97 season, uh, 98 or 98 season, where they knew that they were going to blow up the team, and they just did, you know, the, the it was like a battle between the owners and the players, and it was the best team ever assembled in NBA history, and Michael Jordan... Uh, basically looked like a giant douche in the whole thing. Because I guess to be the best, you have to be insane. Like just competitive to a point where you make everybody else miserable around you. Yeah. It's well, the feeling a, I got. There's a point that it's like, oh, it seems like he's got a chip on his shoulder. And it went way past that. It yeah. was just entitled douchebag. And it's not the first time. I mean, every time that he's done... Any kind of uh, you know thank you speech or anything, it always devolves into him going fuck this person, fuck that person. You're cool, and fuck that person. Well, the crazy thing is watching what he used to amp himself up to go up against his uh, uh, like the opposing team. Whether somebody said something or not, he, he would just make something up in his mind about the guy that he was going to be matched up against. And use that to destroy that person. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. The only thing that I came away from it with was just a re reaffirming uh, how much I love Scottie Pippen. Yeah. And that, how that, bad I feel for that man. <laughs> he got so fucked. He got so fucked. He got, yeah, he, he got fucked, but at the same time, he enjoyed playing the game the way that they did. Yeah. No, I mean, he was great. Dude. Everybody on, that, on those teams were awesome. It was a good recap. Kind of took me back to... You know, my childhood, nostalgia, all well, that shit. they're one of the super teams, you know, like the 49ers, fucking New England's men for the past fucking... But Chicago fucking, deserved yeah, it. At least years. it wasn't the Lakers. At least it wasn't the Boston <clears throat> Celtics. 
No, well, they had know? their they had their runs. They had their super teams. I know, but it was Chicago deserved turn. it, man. That the that town doesn't have a lot. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being real. Well, what I thought was hilarious is everybody pretty much from that year shut the fuck up about Jordan except for Horace Grant. He was like, "You are a fucking snitch and a liar." Yeah, he uh, he he was. He had 2020 vision through those goggles. But anyway, we're not here to talk about the Bulls. They did their thing. People know about Michael Jordan. I don't want to be like Mike. There, I said it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can't. I'd rather be like Colby. Colby. Well, I except haven't... for his, uh, you know, track record with uh, potential, you know, sexual misconduct and his flight record. Yeah, uh, there's a lot, <laughs> no a lot of things about him. I think I'd probably want to stay away from. You know. I have a little rest in peace for this week. Go for it, Doug. I would like to say rest in peace to Tropical Depression number 10. Oh, man. Yeah, yes. that His was a shame. His have been scattered in the Atlantic Basin. And um, who knows? Maybe they'll get back together again. Who knows? But yes, it was sad. You're still crossing the your little... fingers for the catastrophic one, right? Not crossing my <laughs> fingers. I'm not. It's not something that I'm... It's just a prediction. It's, it's not, not going to happen until September. It's not something that well, I this brings want us to happen. This brings it's, us to the Dugstradamus weekly uh, storm tracking update. You made a prediction last week, Doug. I did, and you know we are right here at the beginning of hurricane season. the uh, The eastern seaboard, yeah, sure. Let's uh, remind the listeners of what exactly that prediction was. Oh, I'm getting there. So hurricane season starting. We just had one skirt the eastern coast. Almost, almost got us. Almost got us. I drove down there. I wanted to go see it. <laughs> right, right. I was like, "Where are you at?" It just was cloudy. <laughs> just cloudy, a little bit of spit. But that was the ninth named storm. And last week we had the tenth storm. It was uh, storm ten. Yeah, ten. Yes. And that's the one that you're Which saying. Which is not really a named storm. They that's were just that, that they were just count. getting ready. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's like when you're 10. when you're expecting a baby right. and you're like, oh, we're still deciding yeah, what to call yeah, it right yeah. now. We'll just we'll just give it a number designation. If it's a boy, we'll call it this. If it's a girl, but that got us thinking. But right now, what it's do we child think? Number three. What do we think the storm season's going to bring? And Doug went into his Doug Stradamus uh, corner and got all predictive prediction like. And you came up with what, Doug? What was your prediction? 23 named storms, seven major hurricanes, one catastrophic hurricane. And was- and not one day after we put the episode out, uh, got a little alert from the Weather Channel that said, Hey, Doug, from we the heard National you. National Hurricane Center. We heard you loud and clear. The Atlantic hurricane season forecast is raised to 24 storms, second most on record. And I was like, man, we must have somebody high up in the weather department listening to us. Well, like I said last week, you know, I do like the weather. No, really, I, I pay attention to the weather. I do. I, I'm a, I should be a fucking meteorologist. You I dig should hurricanes. be a tornado chaser. That's what I would really, you know, I got into that last week. That's the shit. But yeah, weather, weather is awesome. He's I got bring called us- a hellstorm. You remember this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. was on you're on the phone. Way. You're was, on the phone with me. We were, I was on the phone with Jim, and I got caught in a hellstorm that it was so loud I couldn't hear him through my stereo. It was so loud in my van I couldn't hear. I was talking to Jim, and I had to go. 
because I couldn't hear you. Yeah. I could not hear you. All I could hear was hell hitting the fucking roof of my van. It sounded and, like you had a like a sheet of aluminum foil and you're just rubbing it on the bottom <laughs> of the mic. I was like, dude, it, I got nothing. I it, got nothing, Doug. It was crazy. And that's nature. Now, we can do nothing against this shit. If a storm wants to come and fucking fuck everything up, it's going to happen. If it wants to snow in the middle, I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but they call it June snow in China. It was 93 degrees and it snowed. Uh, if you go to the Epoch Times on YouTube, you can see the videos. You can see it is snow. The Chinese uh, government was trying to tell everybody it was hell. But when you saw these people go outside and crushed, it was snow. It was actual snow. And it's called June snow. That's what they call it in China. Hmm. And it's a sign of something. Wait, do you and, mean they call it this because it just happened, or this is something that's happened? It's happened before. Okay. It's actually happened before. That is what Sounds impossible. Yes, it does. It does it not? It, mm -hmm. it, well, it, it, it kind of goes against everything it, it, I've ever everything known about. About snow or, it, or weather, period, you know? Yeah. And um, it's probably just the ashes of all the Uyghurs that they're burning, and it's just coming down, and it, they put some... Uh, yeah, they put some spud in it, and it makes it look like it's snow. Yeah, it's it's no it in China. It's probably it some real nefarious strange. shit. It was very strange. It was really weird. I'm and, gonna have to uh, see this video. I and know obviously they this. obviously they have it's happened before because it has a name, <laughs> you know, and uh, so yeah. But here in the non-Chinese part of the world, we it know. is it is storm season. Uh, we got hurricanes to our right. We got tornadoes to our left. You know, here in Georgia, we do get some tornadoes, some tornadic activity every now and then, but nothing like Kansas, Texas, Kansas, yeah. Oklahoma. Speaking of which, we have somebody in studio right now that just drove through all that shit. Yeah. Arona. <laughs> I, I would not recommend to most people to do what I just did, which was 26 hours straight on the road. Um <laughs> I mean, I won't say that there was nothing eventful that really happened except the fact that you realize everyone in this country speeds like a son of a bitch. Hell yeah, man. That's freedom. That's, yeah. that's, that's freedom on my right foot. That's freedom. Look out. That's freedom in four wheels. Don't worry. I'll pay my fine. <laughs> you got to catch me. And I was going an average of 15 to 20 miles over the speed limit. And I still had Texas motherfuckers on my ass going, dude, where the, what the fuck are you doing? Go faster. Well, they had to go get to that next tornado. Yeah. Now, did you run into any weather on your way out here? None. I got clear skies the entire time, except, I mean, I got a few spritzes, but that was about it. There was no actual torrential downpours. I mean, there wasn't really even rain. It That's was just crazy. a few sprinkles. Well, everything got sucked on to the eastern seaboard by that storm you know That's everything was true. sucked up into that and uh but now we got another one coming uh well it hadn't developed yet but i'm i'm looking at it i think it has a potential for development <laughs> i don't know if the hurricane center is looking at it but i have that's and, just uh, crazy that you can go through like six states you know at this time of the year and not get not even have to turn your windshield yeah, wipers. No, really. I was shocked. Oh, yeah, that's that's not especially going through Texas yes. and Louisiana, Mississippi, Mississippi Alabama. And Alabama. Yep. Yep. I Boy, guarantee you I can pull well, up the weather map. Of. I guarantee you I can pull up the weather weather map right now and there's multiple areas on that route that are probably just getting Land. nailed. Hell, you know, twenty twenty. Well, what can you say? You know, twenty twenty. 
when I went out to Arizona the first time, I got all sorts, I mean, especially through Louisiana, I got terrible weather. And I don't know if, if you remember this, Jim, but at the time, I had no passenger side window. So, I mean, my uh, drive that time was completely hampered by all the uh, weather. So this time I was kind of flipping off the sky going, what the fuck? The last time you couldn't do this for me. And this time I'm prepared for you and nothing. And you fuck me. I mean, I don't know if I could call it being fucked in this regard, but I mean, (laughs) Well, last no, time, sure. I was saying last time, I got yeah. fucked out of my weather. You, damn can't, it. you can't have you can't have you know a complete a completely closed you know capsule mm-hmm. for this drive. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, weather. Well, welcome back home. Welcome back to Georgia. Jo- no. no. Um. I I I've never driven for 26, 27 hours straight. I would. I've I've made twenty five to twenty six hour trips via car. You know, driving, not. Not all in one shot. Well, you know, around 16 hours, I was seriously thinking about pulling off. But I don't know. There was some militant part of my mind that was like, fuck this. I've gone this far. I'm going to go the rest. And (laughs) I will give a little shout out to your sister for being so concerned about me. She's like, he better fucking pull off the road. Otherwise, he's going to fucking fall asleep. What the fuck is he doing? When I've done trips like that (laughs) and I'm all by myself, I I will drive for 12 hours and I will stop somewhere and take a shower. That's all. Just take a shower. Won't Mm -hmm. go to sleep or nothing. Take a shower, get something to eat, get back on the road, boom. Do another 12 hours. Well, that drive this time was brought to you by Monster. Yeah. Oh, there you go. (laughs) And Ginger. Yes. Ginger. Yes. Got to throw ginger in there. I do. They got me through the last three hours of the trip, pretty much. There you go. Yeah. So Arona has touched down in Georgia. He has landed. He is here now. We will be in studio this point forth. Let's get into it. Get it on. Significant things that happened over the last week. Couple things. First, I'm going to start with one thing that you brought to my attention, Doug, that I had no idea was even happening, was a thing, didn't, didn't know shit about it. Uh, and that is the SpaceX capsule with their uh, astronauts. Yes. Are, are they astronauts or are they actually civilians? No, they're astronauts. They're Bob and Doug. They are astronauts. Well, they uh, they they fell back to the Earth and uh, went for a swim. Splashdown. Yep, it was the first time in, I believe, 45 years since a splashdown has happened. In the United States. Oh, in the and United they, States. I was and they splashed down into the Gulf of Mexico, and it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, you called me, and you were like, hey, man, are you uh, you have the TV on? Are you watching this? And I was like, no. And what? Why? And you're like, this is huge, man. This is fucking huge. It is. It is. It's very, it's very big. And so I turned it on, uh, and I watched it live, and I was just like, okay, looks, looks like they did the thing that they set out to do. I didn't think much of it because in my whole life, you know, I'm not 45 years old. I am under that. My whole life, it was always uh, the space shuttle. And it just would come Mm -hmm. in glowing red front and just land like uh, Which was always kind of a letdown to me, the space shuttle was. I mean, because space shuttle only orbited the Earth, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool that, you know, that when they made the tiles, it could stand re entry and all that shit. But 
shooting a fucker <laughs> out in the space and then uh, coming back down in a little small capsule and splashing down into the water. That shit hadn't happened since Apollo. Yeah. Since the actual Apollo missions. So for it to happen now shows me that, that, that they're serious. They're, they're really serious about what they're doing. Well, they've had to do uh, splashdown since then. The Soyuz capsule. Well, yeah, no, they have. Yeah, other countries have. But I'm talking about sure. the United States. The United States, and, and not only that, but it was a private company. A private company sent two men into space to the space station, put them back into a capsule, released that fucker, and dropped it back down and splashed down into the water. Now, for a manned mission to Mars, the space station comes into play big time because what they'll have, what's the what the manned mission uh, to Mars? I don't know if anybody knows about what the hell, how the hell they're going to do it. This is basically the way they're going to do it. They're supposed to send it up, and it goes up in sections. The supplies actually get to Mars and orbit around the planet before mm-hmm. the astronauts even get there. They so. This this whole mission to Mars thing is it's a big it's huge it's a multifaceted it, process yes and so once they get the rockets you know and they've already Elon Musk man that the dude's a genius I mean to have a rocket that can take off and then they can land well it, it does back, it does take an it, alien to launch yeah, humans to yeah, space yeah, 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 so yeah it does Elon so. is that guy but but to be able to land you know even them landing their rockets back onto a pad that shit just blew my mind dude i was like because because i you know when i was a little kid they went to the moon you know they were going to the moon they were it was uh now i wasn't old enough when they actually landed on the moon to remember that i don't remember that but of course like the apollo soyuz mission like when russia and the united states came together in space Mm -hmm. you know and shook hands and shit on tv i mean i remember all of that and um and they all would splash down. It would always they'd always splash down into the into the ocean or into the you know Indian Ocean or into the water somewhere Atlantic anywhere. Yeah. And and it was just so cool to watch on TV. Just a little astronaut cosmonaut meetup. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just a little meetup. But that last splash down happened. It was almost like the end of uh, exploration. You know what I mean? It was the end of going somewhere different. You know, for the because uh, then the space shuttle was. Basically nothing but for delivering satellites into space. That's what the shuttle was designed for. And what they're designing these things for is going to another fucking planet. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is a, that's huge. That's huge for mankind. You know I mean? Dude, if we can send two dudes to Mars and have them fucking land on Mars and come back to Earth, that is, that's shit. We're aliens. Yeah. We we are the aliens, you know. Fuck yeah. So uh, see, I I looked at it the the splashdown, the technical aspects of it doesn't do much for me. That's right. it, it just doesn't. But it's just going, the visual of seeing it. You but know? going back to what you were saying, that it was a private company that did it. You know, the inner libertarian in me just went, ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember back in I think it was 2011, Obama basically just shut down NASA right. as far as funding to it. We had to hitch and a it ride was because of SpaceX and Virgin. He saw they were burgeoning into the space exploration, and he was like, "Well, why should the U.S. put all this money into space exploration when all these private companies are doing it?" But it was a good move. But at the time, anytime we went to space, we, our, had, to we had to hitch a ride with the fucking Ruskies. Yeah, and yeah. that was a little bit, you know, embarrassing. 
It was. I'm, I don't. I, I don't. You know. So argue with for that. for you know nine years basically, which is a pretty good turnaround, yeah. pretty good run. Yeah. You know, I don't remember what the turnaround was with Kennedy when he made the challenge saying we will send not, a man to the moon. It was about the same. Yeah, it was basically nine years. Yeah. But it was government putting right so everything, much everything everything into it to make that happen. Right. In the same amount of time, a private company was able to do it. Right. And I just thought that was a that was a cool thing. And obviously, there'll be more happenings in that. Right. And uh, we'll keep you posted. But yeah, yeah. politicians question, got week. together and actually agreed on something and made it happen. Holy shit! It yeah, was a it was a whole different world back then. That mm-hmm. is a miracle. It is. It. Yeah. Worth worth being said. But humans are capable of great things, uh, in the good and in the bad. And uh, and even when there's no intention behind it, but I'm not really sure if there's if there was any intention in this. But uh, probably the most explosive story last week was uh, what happened in Beirut last Tuesday. That was pretty explosive. I think most everybody's seen the videos by this point. But there was uh, there was a fire at the ports. Ammonium nitrate. Well, there was there was an ongoing fire that was going on, and it got into a warehouse where they claim. You know, it was just fireworks. It was just fireworks storage. And it's like, ah, I don't know no fireworks that level an entire city block. Or so actually, was, probably more than that. So it was China's cargo. Well, the, the fireworks. This, the, what the I saw, fire. it, was, it was a Russian guy who owned the building who had this, that had the stuff in the building. Uh, it was linked back to a Russian dude. Right. But, but, but I just saw an article. The article, the last article I saw, uh, they had to offload cargo into that warehouse that usually wouldn't be into that where in that warehouse in some kind of emergency thing that they had to get rid of the cargo off the ship somehow. And it was ammonium nitrate. And when the fire started, they couldn't get control of the fire before it got to the ammonium nitrate. And that explosion was wow. I mean, I know everybody's probably seen it by now, but I have seen videos of people driving in their car and they're filming it with their phone and you, you see the explosion and five seconds later, it blows every window out of their car and blows the phone right out of their hand. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it just, the, the concussion from that was incredible. Incredible. And Jim, you sent this video and I mean, it was just the video, no damn context. And I'm sitting there looking at it going, Holy shit! Somebody just got nuked. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly I think, what it I looked think, like. I think I captioned it. Beirut goes boom. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know the video is going. I saw some news reports coming out about uh, the Daily Star, which is a uh, news outlet. Right. Uh, the American Daily Star office was bombed, and I was like, "Huh, that sounds like a very targeted, specific thing event. to bomb. Yeah. Not right." Oh, this building plus all the other buildings totally got bitch slapped by this explosion. Now, what I've seen and what's been coming out since, this was two days ago uh, on NPR. It says, in 2013, a ship filled with 2,750 tons of ammonium nitrate stopped at the Lebanese port. It had a Russian crew and reports say it was bound for Mozambique. Anyway, the... 
It says that the ship's captain had been instructed to stop in Beirut to pick up more cargo, but there was a legal dispute over port fees, blah, 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 and they basically seized the, the contents of a ship right, right. and was storing it in that warehouse. Right. And then from that point on, there's been like uh, nonstop back and forth political dispute over what to do with this right who does it belong to where does it go it's dangerous right so it wasn't like it was just put in there the night before no and even there's videos from every angle because like i said there was a fire that was going on for hours before it actually hit this right. part of the right. building yeah, you can see that so yeah. everybody from guys on jet skis in the you know out in the water and even boats uh to people that were on buildings across the fucking street from it everybody was videoing this thing from every angle and so I've seen probably 25 different videos. Even people in the city blocks away. The yeah. way it doesn't even show the yeah. explosion. Yeah. I saw something. It was fucking creepy. It was when it uh, blew people, the windows out. It was people shooting a wedding yeah. photo yeah. op. Yeah. And the chick, the bride. Her dress just completely. Just yeah. And then yeah. every building down the road, you just see it. It looked like a Hollywood movie. But, but if you, if you, in that, in that video that you're talking about, if you listen really close you can hear it if you know you can hear it almost sounds like wind yeah before it gets to them yeah it's, it's, it's like it's a train like a, you can hear it, it way goes back like here. it goes like it goes like and then boom it's on them you know it's like it's, it's but crazy. In, but in that you have all these different videos from all these different angles and immediately even the same day that it happened i was seeing people go it was a missile it was an airstrike this was yeah. intentional right. blah blah it's the dumbest shit ever. Right. So many people are so quick to want to blow it up to something that it's not. And it was like, dude, in every video leading up to that, it's on a port. Yeah. What else is at a port right. at any port in the world? Right. Birds. Yeah. And a shitload of yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was birds. Yeah. And these dipshits no. were like, it was a missile. It was like, no, it's shitty, grainy video from a cell phone in Lebanon. And one angle happens to show a bird flying in front and right. then it blows up. Right. It's like you've got it from eighty five different angles. And that bird angles, has people. never seen anything again. <laughs> Guaranteed, <laughs> no, for sure, no, no. There was a lot of. Th I mean, I, I, right now the latest count I got, and I mean this is probably not accurate, and I don't think anybody truly knows, but so far one hundred and fifty dead and thousands. Heard, they don't even have the number; just thousands injured. I heard one hundred and seventy nine right before we started rehearsing. Yeah, I think they're just going to start using big chunks of fifty, like right. I don't know, one hundred fifty plus, right. two hundred plus. They right. Well, even it's the day of, they announced, what, 3,000 injured? Mm -hmm. And I mean, so at this point, it's just exponential compared to that. Well, I think they're just doing, okay, it was this big of an area. What's the city population? It's probably this. It's going to take weeks for them to go in every building. Yeah. A lot of those buildings aren't structurally yeah. sound anymore. Dude, it, mm -hmm. it blew all the windows all. out of all of them. Miles yeah. away. Well, the, miles craziest, away. the craziest part is... With the angle of the video that I showed you guys, which was the most popular one, it was the one that was getting the most rotation, was the guy that was kind of up in elevation looking down right. at it. And even the ones, the better ones, are the ones further away, miles away, where you see it blow and then you see this shockwave yeah. mushroom yeah. cloud yeah. out yeah. and it clears the fucking yeah. clouds. And you can see it come across the ground. You can actually yeah. see the shockwave coming across the ground. But it what reminded it did, me of it's Independence amazing. Day. Like it's after like a nuclear it, explosion. Yeah. But what, it, yeah. but what it did to the clouds is, yeah. you know, the, yeah, on the ground, every major explosion does that, but not every one of them does what this one did. That's what I'm saying. One just Roman candles. You know, no, I, no, I, I can appreciate no. you saying it was just fireworks. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Fireworks don't do that yeah. shit. And if it does, where can I get some? 
because I mean it cleared the fucking sky out. Yeah, yeah. and that was also uh, the same week where we passed the seventy fifth anniversary of us dropping our two little you know little boy and fat John fat man fat man yeah. little boy on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki and then Nagasaki and uh, there's been a stupid debate I've seen online about uh, you know whether that was a good thing or bad thing and I don't. I don't know. I'm sure it was it just definitely ended the war. Yeah, it definitely ended the war. And it was it was just odd seeing that happen in Beirut from all the different angles. And right. it was like, oh, that probably was a little bit what it was like. But you didn't live to upload your video. So anyway. Yeah, it's the you know <laughs> that was that was crazy. One yeah, of it the, was crazy. One of my favorite video, I don't know if I can call it a favorite because it's a disaster. But still, I mean, one of the craziest ones that I saw was, I think it was a beauty shop or something like that. And, you know, it just shows a normal day happening. And then all of a sudden, like 15, 20 people are, you know, running like crazy towards it. And then maybe two or three seconds after it, you watch the entire store. Basically, it, it looks like it imploded. Yep. You know, just the way it happened. And it's shocking nobody in that store died just after you see how much damage they got. Not two or three seconds. It was instantaneous. Oh, yeah. No, it was in, it was insane. I'd never seen anything like that. No, uh, mm. yeah. And even with all the war footage that we've seen over the last two decades at this point, you know, the bunker busters, the Moab, all this other stuff. We've seen a shitload of explosions. Big, yeah. Deadly yeah. explosions. I've never seen anything like no, that. No. No. And and it, that's that's like what you see on Trinity and Beyond, dude. It's it, if you've ever seen that movie, it's all nothing but the history of nuclear bombs going off in the US of them testing it. Mm -hmm. And uh Trinity and Beyond, everyone listening, if you have never seen this, you need to see it. Especially the new digitized colorized version of it Ooh. will blow your mind i mean it's it's all the nuclear tests they do the uh the ones they did at sea all the ones they did in the desert all it's basically every nuclear test that the u.s has ever done uh or that they ever did in the 40s and 50s yeah and um just amazing video i mean the video is just you see ships and sh i mean the ones that go off in the water um they're the best dude yeah it, you see a it, you, you see a ship like a and i don't know if anybody's ever seen a destroyer uh but it, when you see them things up close or and for real those things are huge man destroyers are huge now aircraft carriers are the biggest of all but destroyers are not small ships and they have destroyers in the in the ocean that they strategically laced around these around these areas where these bombs went off and dude it just completely envelops the destroyers that are parked and they're parked miles and miles away from it yeah where it goes off so um that that explosion the first thing that popped in my head was nuke yeah that was the very first thing that popped in my head because the cloud looked like a nuke. The and and like you said, the far away video when you see the shock wave and all this, it looked just like a nuclear bomb going off. And um, when I heard ammonium nitrate, that was the only thing that made sense to me was a shitload of ammonium nitrate doing that. You could do that, you know. Well, at first it looked like there was no way that it was just an accident, right? I mean, that looked too. 
strategic. <laughs> too too big to yeah. be a whoopsies. Right, right. Because we've seen videos of accidents. We've seen like fertilizer plants in Texas and you know the uh, sugar sugar factory. Sugar, yeah. sugar plant down in uh, Southeast Georgia. Yeah. We we've seen all that stuff before. And um I don't know. It just seemed like this couldn't be. And immediately, news reports were coming out saying, "In Beirut and Lebanon, you know, Hezbollah's, uh, you know, Stronghold. headquarters." Right, right. And immediately, everybody's like, "Oh, Israel did it. It had to be Israel." And Israel's like, "Hey, guys, just real quick, we had nothing to do with that. Right. In fact, we'll send aid. Like, please right. don't send seventy-five thousand bombs our way. Uh, we would hate." It. That would be a really shitty way to start a uh, very huge war. Well, what right? I what I love is they showed exactly like American sized negligence because right afterwards they were explaining all that shit was supposed to be cleaned up and disposed of like years ago, and yeah. they just never got around to it. Well, and that's due to the political infighting that they had over there, there where everybody's just passing the buck to each other, and it's uh, well, you know, it shows a little bit of what can happen if you can't. Agree on the most basic shit. Yeah. And speaking of that, another catastrophic event. Our our funniest and friendliest presidential candidate uh, in recent history, Joe Biden, crawled out of his hole and made a couple of friendliest. <laughs> said some, well, have you ever heard him? I mean, he talks so warmly about the children. The children's. <laughs> I'm sure it's all just in, you know, good faith and all that good stuff. But anyway, he went on a uh, Yahoo News. I guess it was an online. Obviously, if it's Yahoo News, I don't think they have a TV channel. But they were doing an online panel. And they had Joe Biden on. And uh, there was a big story. or it, it was, I guess, news, if you want to call it that. What constitutes news these days is questionable. But a few weeks ago, apparently... Trump took a uh, cognitive test. Yeah, to be able to de determine if he can tell the difference between an elephant and a lion. Right. And Trump was boasting about how as big his brain is and how smart he is because he knows the difference between... He knows that a cat goes meow and a cow goes moo, and that that just made his fucking day. Yeah. It tickled his cockles. And so the whole... the whole, Tickle my cockles. The whole reason why, you know, supposedly Trump took this test is because he wanted to show how much more mentally apt he was than Biden, who's been, well, we can say struggling over the past few months, probably the past few years, saying some really questionable things that if it was your grandparent, you would probably hide the keys and be setting up an appointment for a long-term care facility. All right. But for some reason, he's running for president. So I guess, uh, fuck that. <laughs> we'll just see how it goes. And so anyway, I'm going to play this quick clip. It's about a minute and a half. And uh, it's just the most telling thing that there's no way this man is mentally capable of running a country or running to the mailbox. Mr. Vice President, your opponent in this election, President Trump, has made your mental state a campaign topic. And when asked in June if you'd been tested... Um, for cognitive decline, you've responded that you're constantly tested in, in, in effect because you're in situations like this on the campaign trail. But please clarify specifically, have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? What do you say to President Trump who oh, brags man. about his test and makes your mental state an issue for voters? Well, 
If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I, I, I know you're trying to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There can be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with him, you know, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, I am. Uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical, and mental, my physical as well as my mental fitness, and uh, to uh, you know to make a judgment about who I am. Biden 2020, y'all. There you go. Nice going, Joe. He just won my vote. So he said in the beginning. Hell no, I haven't taken that test. Well, the only reason why Trump took the test is because Biden, the news prior to was that Biden took the test. Biden even came out and said, yes, I've taken the cognition test. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Look at the records, man. Come on. And then they just asked him, have you, you know, it's been made this. He was just, he was asking him a softball question. He's trying to make Biden look as good as possible. Just go, yeah, and I aced it. I don't know what we're talking about. Let's get to the real, you know, meat of the matter here. We're running for the president of the United States, not talking about lions. But instead, he goes, oh, come on, man. That's like asking, have you taken a test for cocaine? Are you a junkie? Are you a junkie? It's like, who says that shit? And you can't, obviously, this is audio only, but if you look at the video, his facial expressions going into the video, he looks just like dumbfounded as all shit, like he doesn't know where he is. And then as soon as... He realizes that he's being asked a question. He just gets a real big smile like, no one's home. No one's here. There's no activity happening. But man, I better come up with something quick so that nobody questions my mental... My mental... And I'm just like, oh man, this guy's bad. This guy's bad off. Like, they can't let him go to election day. I, I can't in good faith think that the Democrats are actually trying to win. By running him well, out there. And what should irritate the piss out of Democrat voters is we already have a disagreeable asshole in office. And it's just like being asked a simple question about cognition for that to be something that you take as goading. It's like, is this our standard now? Yeah. Nothing that he said made sense. Like nothing. And it's like, if you can't take a simple question like, hey, your your mental, you know, fortitude is being questioned, and for good reason. What do you have to say about that? And if your immediate response is to get angry, uh, that kind of proves the whole reason why there's a question involved. We've we've all, I'm pretty sure we've all been around elderly people, whether it's family members or friends of ours, that as they get older, and you know, their their mental acumen starts to drop and they decline. get frustrated yeah yeah they get frustrated so it 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 seems to i don't think he's faking it i can't imagine that he's faking it that would be the weirdest turn ever in political history is to i'm gonna make you question whether or not i still all got it up there it's like someone has to jump in and 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 stop this from happening no, it, to nobody's, me it's, nobody's gonna jump in man it's elderly is, abuse at this point 
because I remember when Reagan, you know, later on in in uh, his second term, yeah, he was where he was going you down. know from like eighty what eighty six, eighty seven yep. on, they were really questioning if he was even really pulling any yeah you know levers or making any decisions. I can't, I can't imagine that where Biden is now is any different, no, or no, any better not. for you know no, than no, where Reagan not. was. If anything, it's worse. Well, they already uh-huh. said. I mean, with with Trump. It would be the oldest person to start their second term. And then with Biden, it would just be literally the oldest person ever, that, ever to yeah. serve. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and why are we doing this at this point? Why are we even trying to go for 70 some odd year olds? And I mean, y'all can say whatever you want about Obama. I mean, I didn't think everything he did was great, but still he was a younger president. He had fresher ideas. He could deal on a level that everyone can understand. And we're not getting that anymore. We're getting just because Obama was not the safe candidate. Everyone probably would have thought that, you know, Hillary was the safe candidate. This time, all they're trying to do is play it the safest they possibly can. And there's no emotion behind it. There's no, I want to make this country, you know... uh, not great again. I mean, it's just, can we just be passable at this point? Can we act like we're trying to make some kind of progress in a direction? Well, at this point, I just don't even understand what we're trying to do as a, as a country with our political anything. It, it, none of it makes sense. It just, it's just bizarre. Getting back to Obama, if whether you love Obama or hate him, he is the closest president that we've ever had to regular people. He's the closest thing we've ever had. He wasn't wealthy when he went into office. Mm -hmm. He didn't come from a privileged background. You know, I mean, like every fucking president that we've ever had. The Democrats this time around, there was a few people in there that I thought could have, you know, could have done good, had a good run, you know, uh, and I'd still say the future of the party is Buttigieg. That yeah, he's I agree. the he's the yeah. future of the Democratic Party. And um if they wait until he turns seventy before they elect him, you know, I mean the Democrats are and the Republicans both, they don't make any sense to me. That's you know, that's why we still have Pelosi and you know, McConnell and all them all them people up in there. I, dude, them people should have been gone years ago. Yeah. And and People go into the voting booth and the husband says, okay, we vote Republican. Okay. Who did we vote for last time? Are they on? Oh yeah, there they are. There they are. Let's vote for him. Where's that name I recognize? Yeah. Yeah. Where's that name that, that, you know, that I've seen since I was fucking 19 years old. I think this is going to be the lowest turnout election ever. And to be honest, I I, I sincerely think, I mean, last election was pretty fucking low. I think this election is going to be even lower. You know, everyone's saying this is the most important election of our lifetime. That's what you say about every election. That's the only, they have to say that to try and drum up any level of interest because over half of the country doesn't vote. They, they just don't, they don't care. And so they have to market it this way. And it is, I mean, there's an ad campaign. There's there, they have to market this and that's where you immediately lose me. Well, that's a, that's, there's a, there's a reason why half the country doesn't vote. There's a reason why I don't vote because none of them, 
I don't see any. They have not put anything in front of me that I believe in. Nothing. No people. There's no people. There's nobody that has given me uh, hope, like I said, since fucking Ron Paul. You know, he was the closest closest I've seen, you know. Yeah. But uh, there's nobody that, that uh, I've seen a speech of or I've seen. Um, now, I've seen some good speeches. Obama's keynote was a really good speech at the Democratic Convention. That was a really good speech. But it wasn't enough to make me go out and register to vote for him. You know, because um, I I guess I've been into politics long enough to know where I can see through the bullshit of whatever they're trying to feed me, mm-hmm. whatever any politician's trying to feed me. You know, you have your stump speech that gets you there. And once you get there, you're, you're part of the machine. Once you're in that club, you know, nobody else is in that club, but the people that are in the club and we're not in the club and we never will be in the club. So, well, uh, you, you either have to get used to the idea of you're just going to keep getting fucked because you're going to keep voting for the same fucking people over and over again, or you're going to have people are going to have to wise up and vote for somebody different every fucking time. Uh, d- different. D- it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who it is. New pieces on the chessboard every new pieces every there. time. Yeah, every fucking time. Well, in, in, in our current, you know, candidates, just like you're saying, I mean, there's no actual emotion behind anything and if you want to see how much of a cartoon this actual you know situation is is watch a trump ad you know i mean it it pretty much is a step away from him saying you want to vote for him get ready for a biden america where your grandmother's getting raped and your child's getting shot in the street and that's just the nature of political ads. They're all cartoonish and they're all exaggerations saying Not the world that will level. end. The world will end if you vote this person in. They've been that way for decades and they're only getting more ridiculous. Well, it just seems these were produced by Jerry Springer as opposed to anybody that, you know, has any political background. I hear you, but I guarantee you, you can pull up on YouTube political ads going back to the 1990s at least, oh, yeah. if not in the 1980s and seeing the most ridiculous claims against each other the some of the worst ones are when there's uh people primarying each other and they're on the same quote side yes and some Those of the are brutal the, some of the nasty shit they say oh about each other god there was one there's one here in georgia uh, kelly leffler yeah and doug collins yep. are going against each other for uh uh republican seat right and kelly leffler who was handed the seat uh, because Johnny Isaacson right. had to had take to, a leave of yeah. absence due to health concerns, so Governor Kemp appointed her. Well, now Collins and Leffler are running against each other for, uh, I, I think, Senate seat. Right, right. And, and Leffler, or at least her super PAC, sent out an ad attacking Doug Collins because he was a criminal defense attorney. And she was saying... He stood up for murderers, rapists, and he defended these people. And it's like, yeah, bitch, that's that the, his job. That's that was the job. job. <laughs> and, and if anything, hold on real quick, because this is America where you have a right to trial. Right. He did the most American thing by providing legal defense right. Right. And, and trying to defend individual rights. What the fuck are you talking about? And It was the same thing with Obama and Clinton. You know, with it, when Hillary Clinton and Obama, man, dude, they were throwing nasty shit at each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then when, one, and then, and then when, when the, Obama got the fucking nomination, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the 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 night Obama got the nomination, 
there was that meeting that they had in the in this house, and uh, uh, the news was outside the whole time the meeting was going on. You know, between Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, saying, "All right, and we, it, we need to patch this up. Yeah, what yeah. do I get? What, what I are you going to give me?" So they spend like 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 I said uh, a couple weeks ago. They 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 yell at each other and they fight and bicker in front of you, and then they laugh behind your back. Yeah, yeah. they'll say the nastiest shit, and they're like two rabid foxes just. Yeah, going after each other. Yeah, and then as soon as it turns out, or it looks like one of them is going to come out on top, they just they stop all that, yep. and then they just come behind. Yes. You. we saw it with Bernie. Trump, saw it with Trump. We saw. Well, Hell, you saw it with Trump. Well, every yeah. every Republican. Well, every political was, everything. The, yeah. the the thing, the two biggest surprises I've seen is Bernie and Trump. Bernie, who is standing so far out here in the Democrat Party. Everybody was shitting on him. He went head to head with Hillary, and then he turned. She fucked him over so bad. Oh yeah. And then he Hell turns yeah. around and endorses her. Yeah. Same thing with Trump. He shit all over Jeb, Mitt Romney, and the second that Trump got the nomination, little, little, little Mark, they were immediately like, "I think this is going to be a great pre- presidency." And and it's just know, like, and you, you know, guys are full of fucking <laughs> shit. Y'all don't believe anything. And you know, Ted Cruz, man, the shit that Trump said about his old lady and, and, and his dad, and Ted Cruz just licks his ass. Yeah, he, he licks his ass Whoa. to this day, and that's. It that is that's the nature of politics exactly. See, but see, that's the club. That's yeah. the club. Oh, yeah. They are they're all they all know. Hey, we can throw all the shit at each other we want to, but in the end, we're both going to get something out of this. Yeah, we're all going to be fine. We're, we're all going to get something out of it. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's it's WWE style yeah, yeah. shit. It's like so whether whether you lose the nomination or whatever, you're going to be in the Senate. You're going to be on the, you know, you're going to have a cabinet position. So you you made, you made predictions about weather and storms. I'm going to make a prediction about this upcoming election season right now, August the 9th. I'm going to predict that the voter turnout will be absolute hot dog shit because people will be scared of coronavirus. They also look at this as kind of, we've laid out that it's kind of just for show. And if the mailing melon ballot thing isn't the centerpiece, which I think it probably will be. Definitely. But if that isn't, Without a doubt. then I think it'll be the lowest voter turnout. I think Trump will win in a fucking landslide. And I think that all the Biden votes will just be a, it's n- I'm voting for him because he's not Trump vote. I don't think anybody's voting for Biden because they believe in his ability. I don't think they're even the most staunch liberal Democrat lifelong Biden supporter can honestly say that. I just, I think you'll be lying if you do. Well, so I think, I think Trump, Kanye. I think Trump, <laughs> I think, and we'll get to that in a second, but just prediction, Trump wins bigly and Biden, all of his votes are just because he's not Trump and the libertarian candidate will get 2% of the votes. Kanye will get 1% of the votes and then we got four more years of the same shit we've been dealing with the last four years. That's what I think. Well, let me throw in my prediction. My prediction's a little different than yours. I think Biden will win. I think Biden will pick Susan Rice. I don't think he's going to pick. I don't think he's going to pick Kamala Harris. I think he's going to pick Susan Rice to be his running mate. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win by a squeaker though, because. Uh, Wisconsin and Oklahoma are going to get fucked up by Kanye. Kanye's going to fuck him up in the both of those states, and because uh, that's really the only two states Kanye's on the ballot so far. So he's got no hope of being the president. So uh, his only 
thing is to be a spoiler for somebody. And the only spoiler that he would be for is Biden because he takes the black vote away from Biden. So you've been Nader. So, uh, <laughs> my prediction is I think Biden will win. I think he'll squeak by. And I think probably within the first six to eight months of next year, we're going to have our first female black president. I can easily I can easily see that. And uh that's the way I see this going down. That's a bold prediction. Well now my prediction totally took mail in ballots out of it. Right. If it was just a straight up you had to go vote. Right. I think that it would be the lowest ever. Now, in reality, I don't think that's gonna happen at no, all. No, I think, I think so. the mail in voting thing is gonna get recounted so many times, it's gonna go to all the different high courts right, in the land. Right. It's gonna make two thousand look like a <laughs> fucking training video. <laughs> And we're going to be in six months of absolute, utter, fucking miserable chaos. And it's going to rip this country to pieces. Much like what we've seen over the last three months, it's going to be Dismantle. so much fucking worse. It's not going to be valid no matter who wins. They're completely demolishing uh, you know, voting as we know it right. as being a, a viable method of electing officials. And I think that they're playing with fire. And I'm saying they as in everybody in politics. They're playing with fire, and I think uh, I think it's going to get really, really, really fucking crazy. If you think it's crazy right now, <laughs> wait till a year from now. Yeah. <laughs> Just give yeah. it a year. Give it a year. And I can see Trump, you know, contesting it if he loses. I, dude, I can see all of that. Both both sides it. will contest it. Yeah. Because they're setting it up so f already that no matter what, it's, it's already illegitimate. All right. And so... I know, it's you crazy. can't you can't trust any of this shit. I do think with mail-in voting, I do think there'll be mass fraud on both sides. I think it'll be just it's just going to be an absolute shit show. Fuck. It's going to be an absolute. I am shit excited show. for Thanksgiving fucking election. Well, the world might be burning uh, while nah. you're sitting down for turkey. Mama's turkey be burning. <laughs> <laughs> she can't cook a turkey, bro. That shit is dry. <laughs> oh, yeah. like uh, Christmas vacation dry? No, no, it's edible, but it's it, <laughs> it's some chewy ass turkey. Well, that's why they make gravy. Yeah, dude, my mama can't make gravy. She's from Virginia. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> Throwing his mom in an in entire Virginia's state. Dude, no, well, can't well, make gravy. You well, hear that? well, I'm she can make biscuit gravy. She ain't making no turkey gravy. That's that instant pack shit. You're a brave man. I've never heard somebody yeah, talk shit about mama's cooking. Yeah, that's uh, oh no, dude. You put that's what we've come to as a world. We're now throwing mom's Thanksgiving cooking under the fire. Just bus. the turkey, man. She makes a lasagna. Just the cornerstone of the entire just, just meal. Just the cornerstone, but dude, she makes a lasagna that'll fucking smack your palate like seven different ways. How about her dressing? Oh, dude, her dressing solid. Is it stovetop? <laughs> that's part of the recipe <laughs> i don't think you can fuck up stovetops it's all about instructions that's it yeah. but i'm ready for the holidays fucking election all this other shit i'm gonna spend some time with the family see i can't even i'm gonna keep it real man because 2021 is not gonna disappoint well here's the thing holidays are so far off i mean no they're it's, not no hold up Pumpkins this are out. This day and age. No, no, no. No, no, Just think about it. Just think about it, man. We're at the beginning of August. We still have September. Well, actually, we we still have August, September, and October to, just to get to Halloween. That's three fucking months. Now, think back over the last three months. Beginning of May, 
The world was, well, we every, we had the sniffles to worry about, but we weren't worried about anything else at the time. It's been pretty fast, Jim. In less than three months, we've had all of the uprising of the protests, the civil unrest, people getting run over by cars, people getting shot in their cars, all that shit. And it's not even a full three months, and a lot of people can't even remember what where it originally started. So we still have three months just to go out and play trick-or-treat. And are they even going to allow us to go trick-or-treating? They barely allowed us to have firework and you know, they, displays. So well, you have masks on during Halloween. So, I mean, I, yeah, that, that should be acceptable. Should be. But we've also seen very normal things get completely like, nope, can't do it. If you have more than hell, if we were in California, they'd be cutting your power off right now. Hell yep. yeah, they would. There's that a car parked out front. We got to, we got to, we got to turn off their power and water. So don't light fireworks, kids. I can't even think to. I wonder if we're even going to have holidays this year. Hey, but the Pentagon has vehicles that are not of this earth. That was announced. Did they actually release that? They they released a statement that said this this man had briefed the Pentagon on recovery of vehicles that are not of this earth. Uh, I mean, we Rachel. are so it it we're we're right on the cusp of. Uh, well, we got to cancel Halloween. We got yeah, fucking yeah, aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. We're right on the cusp of government cover-up shit that's been going on for years coming to light. And the reason why it's coming to light is kind of scary to me, you know, because it makes me think they know something's getting ready to happen. And uh, we're going to need the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> to save us. Well, I mean, and we are the final, like, developed, at least, country that's releasing their files on all the reported information. That's because we had the most. Sure. No, I, I would agree with that. But that's what's more ominous about this than anything to me. Once we're saying something's viable, it's like, oh, shit, something's about to go down. When they announced that, that should have been huge news. Everybody would have heard planet. it. Your mom yeah. didn't be talking about it. That should have been just one of the biggest headlines ever to hit human eyes. You know, it should have been, but it wasn't. It was just like like we were talking about. They just keep piling shit on, piling shit on, and people don't notice. I think it's not the biggest story because what do you do with it? Okay, aliens have visited us. We have some spacecraft. Okay, now what? Now that, what? Now what that does? This is what it does. Is it? It pokes a hole in religion big time. That I think that's why the U.S. has been so hesitant to to release shit on it mm -hmm. because it's a religious country. And if all these religious people that go to church every Sunday, if they find out, hey, there's these beings from somewhere else that's been visiting Earth, God never said anything about that in the Bible. You know, if that if that is. Well, it's proven. the heavens. Well, then that would be what what they would call the heavens. Well, uh, but that's what I'm saying. They, uh, I mean, and you could call them angels. The heavens and the earth was in created the Bible, by God. In the, so and if, I believe that there are you know, aliens in the Bible. I believe when they say angels in the so. Bible, they're talking about aliens. I believe. I I've always believed that. Well, what and, I believe um, certainly with religion, just like everything else, they'll pivot. It's like at first we thought we were the center of the universe. That's the only godly thing that we could think of. Then we proved that wrong. And it's like, no, the sun will be 
the center of all things. And I mean, everything moves on. And right after that happens, then religion just pivots. I don't think of aliens. They're putting their faith in it. Yeah. I I don't think of this as an end all be all. There's, you know, no God. I would actually um, say further, and I'm, I'm not a believer, but I would say that this would be the type of thing to further encourage the fact that there's a God. You know, just, you know, dispersing life throughout planets. Well, here's the thing, and especially in modern day America, religion is malleable. You know, I, I, I just in our lifetime, I remember as a kid going to church and it was, you know, stiff and uncomfortable pews and you hated going. Now you go, it's a fucking rock concert. With lasers yeah. and, and an arcade in the next band. room over, yeah, yeah. and it's and a water slide out back. Yeah. It's it's n- it changes to whatever it needs to be to be as accepting of the current state of man. Yeah, church you know? church was scary when I was a kid. Yeah, they the preacher scared the shit out of you. It didn't work on me, obviously, but uh, it that's that was basically they'll, the way they did it. They they'll, tried they'll, to scare they'll find the shit a way out of you. to absorb this. And like Arona said, you know, tie it in to where there still is a need for it. So I can see why in the past, yeah, they wouldn't release it because it would put a big question mark on it. But it's changed so much now. No, that's what that, I'm saying. That's where we're at now. We're yeah. now we're at the we're getting to the it's it's the the breaking point right here. You know, we're we've, we're we've there. We've seen so much fucked up shit that now this isn't going to be that crazy. A lot more people will accept it now because. Of just the little leaks that have happened, even Roswell, even during the Roswell shit, when that shit was going on, they were leaking things on purpose. It's just like they say, anytime you're listening to a government official, there's like 20% truth and 80% fucking just, you know, winging it off of that. Creating the path to lead you down. Right. Off of that little shred of truth. Now... If this is just the beginning of this, where they say, "Yeah, we have spacecraft," okay, no harm, no foul, because there's no intent. Not it's an object. We can right. wrap our brains around it now. Where it's going to get nutty is if they keep releasing information. Because here's the thing: if they come out and say that we have recovered actual beings, my question is: Are we talking about, you know, Paul? From the movie Paul, right, that, right. that kind of yeah, alien right, right. that just wants to get high right. uh, and just hang out with us? Or are we talking about the... Uh, alien. <laughs> or are you like an Independence Day, like, uh, you know, you must you yeah. must die yeah. or, or like whatever. Or the movie Alien. Like, or any, that, any, of, any type of storyline where they want to overtake us and dominate us right. because they need our planet. You know, are they the good, are they the good witch yeah. or the bad witch? Yeah, yeah. Or, so, or both of them. So if all they're going to come out and say is uh, we've we've uh, we have these spacecraft and we've we've learned from them and that's where the stealth bomber technology came from and that's where this next thing and m- military's been using it and we've basically tapped ourselves out. There's nothing further that we can learn from this, so that's why we're going to tell you. Then I just go, okay, don't care. Well, this like, is history. where, I, and this yeah. is where it feels like to me, everything's being released strategically. Three years ago, they started admitting that, uh, you know, uh, pilots were starting to see it in the military. They're slowly but surely trying to make the public more and more comfortable with it, like they're trying to drive a narrative. And 
I've told you this before, Jim, and I'm I'm not going to sit here and say I totally believe this person because everybody I don't trust anybody to a full 100% if I can't actually see it myself. But I have someone in my life that has clearance and they've made the statement to me plenty of times, not only are is there alien life, we've been in total contact mm-hmm. and already working with one another. Right. So, I, I mean, like I say, I'm not wearing the tinfoil hat on this, but <laughs> if there is any capacity for truth in that, then that's, I mean, in itself, I, I don't know whether I should take that as a good thing or a bad thing. It's just... It's I, just a thing. It's just true. a thing. And that and that's why it's like, it's going to be interesting if there is any spin on it. Right now, it just kind of seems like it's like, oh yeah, this is where we go. Yeah, it's like it's being it's being underplayed big time. It's yeah. quiet. Uh, I mean, in comparison to how big a news that truly is, because like I said, they're just telling us. Uh, well, it goes back to what you said directly. They're just telling us kind of sort of what they want us to hear, and they're feeding it strategically. A hundred percent, I agree with that. But I definitely think, and I definitely believe, and this t- ties us into another story that m- information is released. There are people that know much more than we do, and they take the parts that they want to release and they put it out there. Much in the same case, what I was saying a minute ago about how uh, I can't even think about Halloween because just what has transpired in the last two and a half months and trying to look forward three months from now, uh, who the fuck knows what they're going to release next. But we all know that all the civil unrest and the protest riots, whatever's, uh, all spawned due to uh, the George Floyd incident in Minneapolis. We all had the same take when we saw the nine-minute video that, uh, like most videos, show you the end result and not any of the lead-up. And it's very, it was a very easy thing to react to where everybody said, yeah, that was fucked up. He was murdered based on what we knew. Now, a couple weeks ago, and, and so that all of the, protest all of the unrest resulting from that was like yeah i get it of course who could be for this and then since then we had an incident here in atlanta and the body cam footage was released the next day almost immediately in a lot of other instances we've seen body cam footage if the you know just come out almost immediately and i remember i was asking around i was like hey has anybody seen the body cam footage of the george floyd incident you know every every cop now has them you know is in every major uh department in minneapolis you know isn't uh free from that they all have them too so i, I was just asking it's like why aren't why aren't we seeing more than just that nine minute video that was so bad and a couple weeks ago maybe two or three weeks ago they started releasing transcripts from the body cam footage and I read them and I was like, I I don't think this is gonna, I don't think that they're going to release the body cam footage because just from the transcript, it immediately painted a picture that wasn't what was on that video that did not show that these cops were out there to, to kill George Floyd. And I think it was lat, you know, early last week, almost a week ago, they released, Basically, the whole 28-minute-long 
uh, ordeal, the body cam footage, and it was it had to be snuck out of the courthouse. It was filmed on a phone of the screen, and Daily Mail leaked it out. And now you can't hardly find it online. It's been suppressed by the Twitter and Facebook, and we've already talked about that uh, in previous episodes. But I watched the whole thing, and it's it's given me a great big pause on the narrative of what actually took place. And I don't know. I'm just curious. Did anybody else see it? Did 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 you have? And no. if you did see it, did you change your mind uh, one way or the other? I've I've not seen any of it. I mean, to be honest, I, I you know, especially the fact that uh, there was what I heard, you know, just the eight minutes and forty, however long it was, I was not ready to watch that. I don't think I'll ever. Uh, if somebody's being hurt, regardless of who they are, you could put put out a tape of Hitler being murdered, and I'd still go, you know, I don't want to watch somebody suffering, regardless of what they did. So, I mean, that's hard for me. But what I, I mean, if there is still reality to it, to me, um, of somebody's, you know, knee on someone's neck for that period of time, it doesn't paint away from how excessive that is. Now, I will, I mean, sure, you can say all day long that they should have had, you know, other outrage or someone else that they would have put that banner up for. I mean, I already said, uh, what's her face? Uh, Brianna Taylor. You know, that made a whole hell of a lot more sense for outrage than this other uh, situation. But I, I mean, like I say again, Regardless of what the situation leading up to that point was, it does not call for someone's knee to be on someone's neck for a period of time that causes them to die. Okay, well, real quick, that wasn't what caused him to die. Okay. From the, from the autopsies and from what led up to that point, he didn't die from somebody's knee being on their neck. He died because he had four times the lethal dose of fentanyl i think it's like three nanograms of fentanyl can be lethal and he had 11 plus and yeah he was a big dude but he did have covid which is a respiratory infection or disease or virus one of those he did have underlying conditions from years of cocaine use you know he did have uh, uh what's the term something about pulmonary he had a heart disease right from years of nicotine and cocaine use he had four times the lethal dose of fentanyl in his system at the time that he was interacting with the police one of the side effects of high doses of fentanyl or even low doses is it restricts your ability to breathe. Yeah. You feel like you're choking. He even he says in the video, in the body cam video, I'm choking. I can't breathe. And nobody has their hands on him. He wasn't he wasn't choked out by the police. He was dying of a drug overdose in police custody. He spent twelve minutes not getting in the police car. They wanted to get him in the car and get him out of there and you know, they didn't know what they had. The, the, I did the, hear that portion. The biggest problem is, is that 
he needed medical help. And he, you know, he said, no, I'm not on anything. There was two other people in the car. They asked them. They completely complied. They were just like, yeah, here's my ID. I don't know what's up with him. He's on something. He's gone crazy. They're even saying, hey, man, calm down. You're going to have a heart attack. He was having an absolute uh, drug-induced episode. He was dying of an overdose. And he already had all these other underlying conditions, plus the drugs, that was restricting his ability to breathe. They tried to get him in the car. He didn't want to get in the car. They said, well, turn on the air conditioning. We'll roll the windows down. Just get in the car. He wouldn't do it. They start to get him in the car. He has an absolute explosion, just meltdown. Kicks his way through the car and begs to, I'll, just put me on the ground. I want to be on the ground. He asked to be laid on the ground. He was going through this uh, distress episode and to prevent him from hurting himself, running into traffic or continuing. The, and he was a big dude. They were restraining him. The, the optics of it look terrible. Now, where I will say that Derek Chauvin uh, went overboard is once he lost consciousness, get the fuck off him. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not necessary at that point. Yeah. But when he lost consciousness, the dude was dead. So my whole point is it's so easy to judge something with no context, no understanding of it. And the DA up there, Ellison or whatever, purposely said back in June that he wasn't going to release the footage. He had already seen it, but he didn't want to release it because he didn't want to interfere with the investigation. I call bullshit. I say he didn't want to release it because he didn't want any narrative going against what he, he had the power at that point to then start making actual big policy changes, you know, getting rid of the cops, doing whatever, making himself needed so that he could retain power. Um, I think that it was so heavily manipulated uh, in that sense that now that it has come out, it's like you fuckers knew the whole time that it was, there's no way in fucking hell you can say it was murder by cop that was racially motivated, which is what everybody fucking said it was at the beginning, which was stupid on his face because you had four cops, two of which weren't white at all. And so it, it's scary to me. And the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because it, it, it shows you what actually happened and it wasn't in any way what they claimed it was. And so therefore it doesn't warrant the 70 plus days of, you know, cities, catching fire and people being killed and everything's gotten worse since George Floyd. Nothing's gotten better. It hadn't been about that for a long time. Me and you both know that. Yeah. This is, this is, it's all look, that was just a reason. That was all. That was just an excuse. Well, I mean, to start, to start what's going on. This, dude, there's so many things. Just, we, we talked about this last night, you know, a better example of what they should have been outraged about was when the cop in South Carolina shot the dude while he was running away. That should have been out an outrage. But we that weren't, was we weren't in a pandemic. So, we had yeah, work so, and we had cable TV and, and we were and fine. I know, but what I'm saying is that's more, I mean, and that's all on video. You know, they got the video of the guy running away, the cops shooting him in the back and and him dying right there, bleeding out, you know. So there's so many uh, examples of that. And, and, you know, and same way with the, the kid who was white, by the way, the kid and his girlfriend in the hallway crawling, dude's crying his eyes out. 
cop shoots him dead. You know, he's he don't have a weapon. He don't have anything. And the cop's just being a dick in that video. I mean, he's really being a dick to this dude. Yeah, and, and he got uh, off. And, and he winds up murdering the kid, you know? Yeah, and, and that cop got off. Uh, yeah. There's, and and there's, there's so many, and, and that is outrageous. That's the that's where the outrage should be. You know, uh, what's the dude's, uh, Orlando, was he was it Orlando Castillo or? Oh, or, or uh, Fernando Fern- Castillo. Yeah, Fernando, yeah. Uh, he, in Minnesota. Yeah, same thing. You know, the the cop shot him in his car, you know, just, and he stood there on Facebook live, sat there on Facebook live and bled out, bled to death, you know? So that was outrageous. That was, that was worth what we're going through for these 73, there's, 74 days. There's but, plenty of instances. Yeah. And this one ain't I'm, it. But that's it what I'm saying. It looked like it at the beginning, but instead of reacting uh, to everything, you know, that looks bad, wait, look into it. And if it's valid, more yeah, power to you. Yeah, but, More but that's power what I'm saying. You. This was just a spark from a rash of incidents that have happened, and people had just had enough of it. That's what kicked this off. You can't put it down to one incident. You have to take them all into account now because that's what they're doing. Now they're taking them all into account. Now they're encompassing everything in this protest. It should be happening, but they're doing it in the wrong way. They squandered this from the beginning. They could yeah. have had institutional change already if they would have done this the right way, if they would have made it against the man. You know, there's white people been killed by the police. There's black people. There's Chinese people. There's Mexicans. There's all kinds of people have been killed by the cops in fucked up ways that they should still be walking around alive today. Mm-hmm. And to make it one race or one particular thing, you're losing all of these people that would be with you. Yeah. If you would just see it's not a racial thing, it's a fucking cop thing. It's an it's, it's a training thing. It's a which government is, thing. Which it's, is why I call bullshit on all of it. Because it's on purpose yeah, that it's well, being done this way. Yeah. Because they're not trying to enact change. And I'm and not so saying they, it they, didn't happen. They, and- they can miss me with all that shit. Right. I have so many issues with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, organization, all of it. And we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But if we actually did recognize, okay, most of these big protests are around you know, uh, police brutality... They use the worst possible scenarios to make their point. Michael Brown never put his hands up and said, don't shoot. Right. You know, a lot of the key ones that they keep bringing up are bullshit. They're not what they say they are. They're not worthy of any level of protest or any level of civilian uprising. They're just fucking not. And if you look at all the other times that you mentioned where it's legit, if you actually looked at them, and the infrequency that they happen and how many years it over that it spans to get 10 of them, then you would have to look at it and say, okay, what is our expectation? That this never happens? That would be great. Is that realistic? Because something bad happened that, yes, we can all be against, what is our expectation as a society? That nobody makes a mistake? That, n- that no... Bad person gets through. 
And if that's the expectation, great, let's move towards that. And how do we get there? But if you're honest with yourself, you know that that's probably unlikely. You're never going to have a always everyone, every situation be handled perfectly. So as long as we have humans policing other humans and one has power over another, you're never not going to have this happen. So if anything, it's how often did this used to happen? Are we getting better or worse? Are we actually improving? And the numbers would say we're vastly improving. If you look at empirical data from how bad it actually was two decades ago to where we are now, it's only getting better in the civilian's favor. So my whole point is to pick and choose instances that are questionable at best to try to do something with it. I mean, I'm down to have that conversation. Truly, I am. But I think that there can be an argument made that say, that would say, in all honesty, I don't know how it could be any better. I mean, more training, yes. There's always things that you can do to move towards that goal of improving police relations. But the end result, I'll be honest, I'm surprised it doesn't happen far more often based on the level of society that we've allowed to just kind of be just shitty. Well, I, and I would say, you know, definitely better training, but I'd also pile onto that. And this is a, one of the things that was brought up right away. We need to work on the qualified immunity laws. I mean, I'm not saying completely get rid of them, but they definitely need to be rewritten to a point. They need to be restructured and their need. But here's the thing. It's not just us beat up the cops. We need to have cops at the table. Sure. Hey, come explain instances. Why was this written in? What what was happening when this wasn't here that caused this to happen? Was it just a, a power grab? Was it just to put more of the power on your side of the table? Let's actually investigate it. Let's not just say cops bad. Authority bad, fuck authority, but let's let's actually look at it and try to have a better understanding. Why the fuck is there qualified immunity? And let's start there. If our problem is surrounding that, we need to understand where it came from. And then we as a society can determine, is it still necessary? And has it done more harm than the good that it might have intended? You know, is it being abused? You know, we hear a lot of people say, we want to have an open conversation. We want to have a dialogue. A lot of times they just want you to agree with where they're coming from. A hundred percent agree. And I'm saying, let's have a full, well-rounded, let's actually have a conversation. Let's hear from the people we're against, not just from the people that are with us. No, if you come to the table and say, I'm a hundred percent right, then you are already 100% wrong. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't wrong. But the overarching point is, um, I think improvements can be made in every facet of our life as a society. I don't think there's anything running perfectly because perfection doesn't exist. Not until the aliens show up and give us, uh, you know, godlike powers. We've got already got an alien in office, so you know. Well, he's far from perfect, so I guess there goes my fucking theory. But <laughs> that is one orange alien. But <laughs> the world ain't perfect. We all got shit to deal with. Don't make your shit someone else's shit and uh don't start no shit and then there won't be no shit yeah and try not to amen brother if everybody would just look at each other and say you know i don't agree with you but i don't hate you you know i don't agree with you but i don't because you won't come to my side 
And because I won't come to your side, I'm not going to hate you because of that. We just agree to disagree. You know, that phrase, agree to disagree, it just hadn't existed. It no. hadn't existed for a long, long time. A long time. And it's, and it's getting, getting worse. worse. Yeah, it's getting, <laughs> getting worse every day. Because right now, the people that are out there protesting for the things that we can all agree that there can be, should be a conversation about, if you go and ask them questions or you question their positions, even if you agree with, let's say, 12% of what they're talking about, you get 100% blowback and you get shouted off the other side of the street. So, yeah. you know, in our conversation here... Um, there's aspects of what they're protesting that already we've said we agree with. But there's also a lot more, at least for me anyway, that I disagree with. So I can't, I can't, I can't join you in your fight because, first of all, you wouldn't allow me because it's based on race. And I don't, if I don't believe 100% of what you say, just like you said, Arona, not if then, you look at Portland's. Well, <laughs> well, if. Like you were saying, if you're not 100% against me, you're 100%. Or if you're not 100% with me, you're 100% against me. Well, there's a test that I stumbled across this <laughs> morning on the uh, almighty power power webs. The, what did you get the on the Black Lives Matter test, Jim? Well, so, so there is an actual test. I don't know who came up with this. I don't know where it came from. It's just one of those little, just a little blessing that dropped down from the internet heavens. And we all took it. And so yeah. I, I stumbled across it this morning. It's on uh, idrlabs.com. That's the letters I-D-R, like I don't read, labs.com. And it's a Black Lives Matter test. I think there's like 10 or 12 questions, something like that, where it asks, do you agree? Do you strongly agree? Do you agree? Are you neutral? Do you disagree? Do you strongly disagree are your options? In relation to these very, um, well, how do I say it? Very leading questions. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then at the end, you get a percentage. You get a grade. You know, how, 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 how much do you agree with the Black Lives Matter movement? Yes. Are you one of us? How much yes. do you align yourself with the movement? And, well, I came back with my results and uh, 12%. I agree with 12% of what they stand for, which is very low if you didn't know 12%. This is running on a 100% scale. And I sent you guys 23, but it was actually 27% because when I looked at my phone earlier, me and Matt actually got the same, we the tied. exact same number. So me and Matt agree with 27% of the Black Lives Matter. Now, Arona <laughs> is our winner here. He yeah. He's our with, liberal buddy. He's our Leave liberal it to guy. the Frenchie. Now, how much yeah. did you agree with? <laughs> um, it was 60%. Now, I mean, I will say that you know, I would agree with the fact that this test was extremely pointed, not to mention it like everything else today, they threw out nuance. There's no level of, you know, uh, I kind of agree or I mean, sure, it had the different levels, but I can't tell you. I think two or three questions I put neutral because I mean, there's multiple reasons to agree, multiple reasons to disagree. So there's 20 questions. I got the test right here in front of me. 20 questions. I had one neutral. And I'm not going to read them all. It was question number seven. I do know that. But like one that I strongly disagreed, um, just only based on the way they worded it. And I'm going to read this question because I think it's an interesting one. I think it's a fun little thought experiment. 
All jails and detention centers, as we currently know them, should be abolished. Well, I gotta strongly disagree. Yeah, I did yeah. too. Yeah. Now I, I know where they're coming from, and they're saying you know privatized prisons are wrong. Right, you right. know the current justices they're they're starting over here. And they're turning it way over here. Right. I mean, they're talking and about like get rid of it completely, abolish them. Yes, have that, have no uh, detention centers or or prisons. Yeah, yeah, that's, like that's uh, crazy. That's, that's a fucking madhouse. Yeah, that that is a very Come on. that question. You know, whoever Didn't, made these questions, read another one. Read another well, one. Well, let In, me ask let, on, on a little question there. Uh, didn't it say though, as we know it, change? Yes. So I mean, be abolished. Everything as we know it, be abolished. And I say. No, no, not everything. Well, yeah, no. I mean, um, I would certainly say that I agree that definitely the system has to change, but abolishment, no. Yeah. So that's why I was like, no, sorry, yeah. you lost me. I got zero points yes. for that. Yeah, I, did. I, I, I believe we all did. Um, Even the most liberal of us just said, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm 27." You know? Yeah. I guess I'm a Republican. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously they we had some. <laughs> they had some things about uh, uh, reparations. They had some thing about you know blah blah blah. I think we all said no on the reparations as well. I did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go. We talked about here's building one that, houses. Here's one that I I could see a potential discussion about. The American law enforcement system was intentionally created to hunt and kill black people. Now that right there no. was a definite no to yeah no. that's it's being it, rewritten in in modern day uh, historical minds that police were only created to hunt and kill hunt and capture and most likely kill runaway slaves and that's fucking horseshit right yes that no, might have been the first widely organized portion of it but it's not we still had. You know, uh, levels of uh, enforcement in every community. Yes. Otherwise, yeah, policing everybody is, been inf- the the word policing. the The word itself is has been going on for shit before there were even cops in uniforms. Well, I mean, there were even in tribes in Indian tribes. They had people that policed the tribe. Yeah, you know? but I mean, the American law enforcement system. You had to put it in the context of America. As America was growing and developing, private property became a thing. Yes. It didn't exist when we first got here. Right. We create we yes. brought along that concept right. from old Jolly England. Yes. And that's why and, the Indians still to this day don't get that. And so it started with property rights. And this land belongs to me. The items therein are mine and should and are protected by right. law. Right. How do you enforce law? Well, you have a law enforcement system. Now, granted, slaves were considered property. So, yes, slavery was tied in, like everything else in early American history, into the system. So the law enforcement system was not intentionally created to hunt and kill black people. There was a lot more things they were responsible for doing than just that. Having this narrow focus that white men built ships Came over here, looked around and said, man, we got a lot of land. Let's go find some people, bring them against their will, and just torture them. That was not what happened. That is not the intention behind slavery. It was labor. And and I'm going to have these people move in right (laughs) next door to me, and I'm just going to torture them the whole time. No, it... 
that that is a Django Unchained level Hollywood shit. What about John Wayne? Who's you know? What about all those sheriffs out in the West? There wasn't a black person in that. Well, there might have been a. Well, there wasn't any slaves. Bring up John Wayne to uh, defend your stance on race. I'm just saying you're talking about police enforcement out in in the West. They they could give a fuck if you were white, black, or what. If you stole a horse, you were going to hang. Sure, you know. So uh, it's it's not. It's a dumbass question. It is. It is a fucking stupid question. And that all of those were stupid questions to me. (laughs) They really were. They were because when I read the first one, that very first one, they're very leading. They are. It's like you said. They're yeah. They're too. they lean too far yeah. to one side, you know, and they do it with a couple of words, yeah. you know, they just do it. They add that couple of words in there, like abolish, you know, well, here's it, one question know. that it's just like, holy fucking shit. This is a, this is a, uh, a movement owned decree that they have on their fucking website, but this is how they have it in question form. The nuclear family structure, i.e. regarding a couple and their children as the basic social unit, should be disrupted and replaced with extended families. Fuck no. No. That's I what's wrong with the country. That's what's currently wrong that's in the black community. Wrong with the, yes, that's what's wrong with the community. And and uh, look, look that, like I said, every question on there is fucking stupid. <laughs> so if you people want to take a, one of the dumbest fucking tests that you've ever taken... In your life. Take no, this th- I mean, this was definitely on the level of which friend do you classify as, yeah. uh, you know, off the show friends. I mean, it was, it seemed to be to put together by a 12 year old. It was just, I mean, so many questions, like you said, were extremely leading. That's why there's plenty of questions I did. I mean, maybe two or three neutral. And then. I don't think maybe one question, maybe two, I totally put two thumbs up for. I can't tell you which ones, but... Here's the thing. There's nobody that went into this test that was not on their side that came around and said, you know what? I should I should really rethink some things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone that took that test... I think anyone that took that test and got 100 was already on their side. It wasn't... It, they didn't need the test. So... Yeah. uh Anybody that takes that test that is just like, what is this all about? Uh, they're gonna, they're not gonna pass. I mean, even like I said, even the most liberal amongst us got a fucking D minus at best. <laughs> you know? I mean, so <laughs> it said you know, I was on a good average. Day. It's usually an F. You know, that's you were a, good a little day. above average. So, I mean, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. I mean, he's a little above average. So. That right there should tell you. And he's a pretty liberal guy, dude. I mean, he is. He's socially. So, so the, socially. Yeah. But you're not. That's what they all say. You're not a racist. <laughs> now, That's what I'm saying. You know, we're not we're not racist because the question this dumb fucking questions that they <laughs> feed us or try to make you look racist because yeah. you don't agree with a certain That's what's wrong, man. It made me that feel test, racist. That test is what's wrong. It's and I'm not racist. But I just thought, I thought it was an interesting. It was it was an interesting look at something that you know it is going on right now. See, my my biggest surprise about that though is that Matt scored so much lower than me. I thought we. I I, I thought if anything he'd be maybe closer yeah. to forty some odd percent or something, but. 
<laughs> I what? called. I, I I was trying to make a bold prediction on my test, and I said fifty three percent. Uh huh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, even close. If to- you're wondering how I even got up to twelve percent. I had to throw him a bone. It was the second to last question. It was question 19. And at this point, I was like, dude, I'm not going to get anything. I'm, <laughs> hell, I'm probably going to be negative. I'm probably going to be negative. Fat ass zero. Now, I don't agree with this, but I clicked agree because it was like, okay. I mean, I see what they're saying. The question is, all drug-related offenses should be decriminalized. I went ahead and said agree. But what it should say is all nonviolent yes. yeah. drug, drug offenses, offenses yes. should be decriminalized. Yes. No, yeah, that's I, a big, big, big yes. part of that's it. That's a mm-hmm. huge. Difference. In fact, that is a cornerstone of my my political belief right, system. Right, is that all nonviolent drug offenses shouldn't be offenses at all. Right. Yeah, they should not come with any legal penalty. They if there's no even, victim and there's he, no violence yeah. and it's voluntary. There should be there should be no room for the legal system to have any right portion a ticket at most. Yeah, you should at, yeah, the, at the absolute well, worst. should be a big yeah, fine. A ticket be, at most. You know? And that's only you if you're just being really and while you were well, zooting on fucking meth. You know, that, that's that, just like that's DUI. Like if you're smoking crack in the middle of a restaurant yeah. and you refuse to leave, <laughs> yeah, you should probably, yeah. you know, yeah, eh, yeah, you got to get the fuck out, and you're yeah. definitely gonna get a fine. But yeah. I don't think you should go to jail right. for 20 years yeah. for that shit yeah. i definitely agree with what bernie said which is drugs should not be treated as a criminal problem they should be treated as a health problem that's exactly what they should be so alcohol same all that shit is yeah. a health but problem. you know right now with how fucking cuckoo everything is where everybody's priorities and what they're paying attention to i'm fighting for this i'm fighting against that and th- we're gonna have to wait we're going to have to wait for that to come up as something that actually has support politically. Cause I think right now no one wants to have that conversation because there's so many people pissed off at this side that, that they're, you got people that, like you were saying earlier, were we were ready to make an actual positive move. Right. Right. Well, now you lost half of them yeah. and now they, they just want any, anything that will stop what's happening and, and not even so they're not, not ready for that conversation that. not only that we gotta wait it's all splintered up now yeah. a, they've been fighting amongst themselves you know i mean it's getting <laughs> yeah. it's getting crazy it's fucking nuts well, as the the tribalism's coming out yeah you know? and people just need to stop the grandstanding come to the table have a discussion and not only that an important thing that i was told many times in therapy <laughs> is you have Two ears and one mouth. That should tell you exactly what the ratio should be as far as listening and speaking. You should listen twice as much as you speak. And if nothing else, you know, or not nothing else, but in accordance with that, be prepared to have your mind changed. As as more information comes your way, Allow that to enter into your yeah. belief system your synopsis. and, and make question a, make it. Fucking- and, and, and no person should ever be so you know uh, stagnant that whatever you think today is the is unwavered years down the road. You should change as you learn more, and that's a big thing. Challenge yourself to learn more. Yes, have an interest in being interesting <laughs> try to find out shit that you didn't know yesterday yeah, yeah. and you know what the end result is you'll likely have a better more well-rounded view of the world 
and you're not you're you're not going to hate those people uh and you're not going to demonize those people you you'll be less of a dick typically most actual educated people that that leave their bias below their curiosity you know leave your bias way the fuck down here and be a little more curious about what's going on out there those people are typically less dicks and in my uh, experience a lot more fun entertaining and interesting to be around preach so that's all i gotta say that's what i'll leave you with yeah and most of your friends on facebook aren't your friends anyway (laughs) no shit they're just using you to to boost up their friend number that's it they're they're boosting up the friend list and they're pissing you off i got i got every feed they every (sighs) gotta agree yeah facebook is oh my god it's evil Mm -hmm. it's evil you know what else is evil i'm about to fire jim up uh uh-oh no, no. Dude, we might have to wait on football. Oh, man. I'm about to fire Jim up, especially college. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, I almost forgot. Is. I almost forgot. How could well, you well, we, ended, we ended the episode a week or two ago on a happy note, last on week. a good news. Last week. It was last week's episode. We were going to have football. Yeah, football SEC was coming. released a schedule. Yep. They just released the two, uh, the, the two final teams for everybody to round out their 10-game schedule. Now, we don't know the dates that those games are to take place. We just know when the season was supposed to start and end and I, blah, 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 and all this other shit. And at the end of this last week, they came out and said, here's the final two. Here is your 10-game schedule. And it was like, fuck, yes, we're doing this. And then just yesterday, just over the fucking weekend. More news. We got a, a, a what is it, Power 5 uh, <laughs> conference. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the, one of the, they are an FCS level uh, division. It's the MAC, the, the MAC, MAC, the MAC conference, which I think uh, I'm not even. Gonna, I don't even know what it stands for because uh, they're they're inferior. Mid Atlantic in a lot of ways. They're in, they're inferior to the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the Big Twelve. Yeah. The they're back, almost there. Back, and the so anyway, <laughs> and then whack these fucking fucks came out and as an entire conference said nope. We no football, out. no football conference wide, and this is just coming on the heels of a few days earlier. The University of Connecticut, the Huskies, um, who's a basketball school anyway, so I didn't even know that. I mean, they need a new gym for football they they anyway. Football. They can't afford yeah, it. I didn't. Yeah, they're well, just trying to get out of sucking for a season. You got a team? Yeah. yeah, we got uniforms and everything. Yeah. Now, if they cancel their basketball season, then we know we're in trouble. But yes. anyway, UConn opted out. Uh, you know, a week or so ago, and no one cared. Hardly made news. Now, the reason why this is a big deal is not that the MAC is a big conference. I've already kind of, you know, said my it's piece the on that. Effect. But they have opted out. The Pac-12 has been very slow to come out on either side. If anything, they're the only thing they have been coming out with are demands. We will play under these conditions, and they're almost impossible conditions to guarantee that this won't lead to any new infections. Right. Because everybody knows if you're going to have football, players are going to get it. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Look and, at baseball. And so with, with it. Yeah. so with the Pac-12 already looking very apprehensive to joining on with this whole let's have football in 2020 bandwagon that I'm very much a proponent of because I don't have to play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now the Big Ten, who's in the same region of the country as the Mac. You know, the MAC has Toledo and Ohio and, well, Ohio State's also in Ohio. 
So the what the Mac does also affects the teams in that region. Right. Because it's big news. It's a big concern for that region. Well, the Big Ten is very much in that region, and they are a big-time uh, conference. And the fear right now, what's going around the, uh, you know, I got contacts in this level, and I got, you know, references of people. I, I know people on the inside. Everybody's been saying the same thing over the last 24 hours, that this is bad news, that the MAC pulling out is bad news for all college football. Because all it takes is for one of the major conferences. The only reason why the Pac-12 hasn't already pulled out is because they would be the first conference to do it. Right now, there's another conference. Now, now there's a reason. So that yeah, gives them a reason, to, and it also gives them cover for backing out. They will say, "Well, these guys backed out, so now we can back out." And once that happens, it's dominoes. Dude. Yeah, and that's, that's it's a house of cards. Right now, the SEC has not come out and said anything about this. Well, they're not, they're going to be the last. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be the last to say <laughs> anything about anything. Because so, in all honesty, the SEC, you could, and and. Yes. They uh, would all agree to play. Bias bias <laughs> yeah. alert. Bias alert. Yes. Um you could get rid of football from every conference from you know 1A, 1AA, FBS, FC but you leave the SEC alone. I don't even know if I would hardly notice no, no, because you know I would what? be I would I'm so invested in the SEC that Yes, it is biased. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, I That's would actually live. You know? I, I mean, would actually it? agree with that. And I'm not a huge as far as SCC fan. I've got I've got teams uh, ASU. I've got Oregon. Or actually, OSU is more my team. But the Beavers. Yeah. Exactly. And but the SCC has so many amazing rivalries and. So many football teams to give a shit about that I'm like, you could cancel the rest of them and I'd be cool because that conference is going to have the biggest, greatest games. And to especially me. this year when it's only SEC, there's no Dude, cupcake yeah. games. There's, it's, uh, <laughs> the talent, it was the best possible thing that could come out of in the SEC is unrivaled in college football. It always has been. I mean, for as long, for my whole life. You know, there's always an SEC team. Um, even even when I was a kid and Nebraska was killer and Ohio State was killer and Michigan and all there was always an SEC team in there that was fucking all them schools up. Fucking them up. Yeah. You know, always it was either Auburn or it was Alabama or it was Georgia or it was Florida or it was all these great fucking football teams. That just happened to be in what maybe four states, and now <laughs> I mean, and, and, really, and, and now you, over the last five, and now over the last fifteen years, you've consistently had multiple teams in the SEC. Yeah, they can fuck up anybody, and I think this year you have six teams, six teams in the top thirteen. Yeah. I mean, just let us play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if other conferences don't want to, hey. That's fine. We'll let the SEC championship be the national championship. <laughs> that's hey, why, that, you won't get an argument out of me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Please don't take away my football. The, the SEC. That's why I say the SEC will be the last word on this. They have uh, to. They will be it, at a, if if every other conference fucking gives up, the SEC is going to wait and say, you know what, we might play anyway. Yeah, but, I was wondering and, about that. And you still might have some players opt out, and that's fine. Yeah. We we've seen it in baseball. Baseball's been rolling now for a couple of weeks. Um, uh, you know, 
about a month ago, we I mentioned the the Braves status. We had four players with COVID. They're they're back. They're on the field. They're playing. They're doing fine. Uh, Nick Markakis, our right fielder, opted out before the season started. He watched one week of his teammates playing, and he said, "Fuck that! I can't let my boys down like this." He came back. His first game back, a walk off <laughs> home run. He, yeah, three first, to two. First pitch, bottom of the ninth. Boom, walk off homer. And uh, I'm Too just saying that as a fan, that's fucking Hollywood kind of shit. But anyway, just don't fuck with my football. Yeah. Please. Please, Rona. We need this. Dude. Not you. <laughs> no, I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to have a good holiday season, I'm going to need my football there. You know who else? That's has the holiday, best. Jim. You're yeah. over here telling me we're not going to have holidays. Well, not if they take my football away. I'm bringing you a fucking pumpkin. <laughs> I'm going to bring you a dry-ass turkey from Mama. If the ACC <laughs> and the SEC is just those two. Yep. Have a season. That's all it really takes. I say just bring Clemson over to the SEC yeah. and let everybody else cancel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, I'm I mean, you that. got... Yeah, look, you got the Seminoles are in the ACC. You know, I mean, yeah, you got, but they're dog shit. Yeah, but they were SEC It'll back in ACC the day, man. When SEC. I when I was growing up, the Seminoles were a fucking team. You know, I mean, when Bobby Bowden was there and shit, I mean, they, they were, were fucking, up until twenty thirteen. And, and Bobby Bowden, you know, they asked him what his worst nightmare was, and he said Bear Bryant. Yeah, but they suck now, so well, fuck them. I know, but what I'm saying is. We'll you give the teams. ACC Vandy. We'll take Clemson. No, no, but I'm saying the ACC <laughs> has the same kind of mentality as the SEC. They do, as far as the teams that are in it. You know, sure, like Clemson and Florida they're all State just as proud of their teams yeah, as we yeah, are. Exactly. Ours. So that would be a good season for me. I say, if it was, I say, think, let's 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 adopt Ohio State this year and Clemson. <laughs> no. Bring them in. No, Ohio State them. needs to just. Fizzle out. I'm done with it. Well, put him in the Buckeye. SEC the and let yeah. us Buckeye take care of it. Bring Clemson. Bring the only other Stupid. two good contending teams. Come on down south. We'll we'll have you, and let's just play. Just <laughs> everybody else, fuck off. Don't care. <laughs> yeah, go fuck off. What about Michigan? That's, that's my. Eh, they've they are one in fifteen in the last sixteen years against Ohio State. They don't get a spot at this table. <laughs> you leave Harbaugh out of this. I'm got nothing to do with Mister Khakis. Can everybody? <laughs> can everybody out there um, see that we like our football down here in the South? That's right. <clears throat> so just let us have it. And then what's funny yeah, is if college gets canceled, pros gonna. I fucking will riot do it anyway. I will riot if there's no football. Now, <laughs> yeah, that would be worth riding. I'll come for. up with I a mean, twenty would... question questionnaire to send out to see uh, yeah. if you'll yeah. join forces. Yeah, I'm pulling out. I'm pulling questions. out sharp PVC pipes. <laughs> Are you a member of the college football resistance? Yeah. Oh fuck! All right. Well, that's all I got this week, guys. Same here. I'm spent. <laughs> I'm tired, man. I ain't gonna lie. I think I fell asleep once. There you go. You fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. man. No wow. one could tell. I was gonna check your pulse at one point. Yeah, I was like. Uh, yeah, I almost fell asleep. Well, That's what I'll leave happens you. when you have babies. I'll leave you with this. Just be a little more curious and don't fuck with my football. That's it. Don't fuck with his football. And, and Doug? Don't fuck with my football. Don't tread on his football. Yeah, don't fuck with my football. I'm cool with whatever as long as I have my holidays. And on that note, we will uh, we'll end this one. And uh, just remember... Love each other. And please stop being the shit out of